Greetings and salutations and welcome back to our podcast, The Dial-Up Dudes, bringing you the content for the people that want to believe. If you like podcasts about retro games and ghosts, this is the podcast for you. Unless you're dead, then we'll be talking about you tonight. Coming up on tonight's show, The Life and Death of Prince Philip, I'd buy that for a dollar. Ghosts and spooky things that happened to us by growing up, I'd buy that for a dollar. Toys of our youth, I doubt you could buy that for a dollar, the price of toys these days. And ending our show with the tagline of doom. Tagline of doom. I'm a doom. Can't wait. I'd buy that for a dollar. So welcome to my partners today, my partners in crime, James Donan. Welcome, James. James, very formal. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And my other partner in crime, Simon Felix. (laughs) Hello, I'm, I'm Simon Felix. <laughs> you are. Some demolition man. Davies have his hair bleached as well. I need to do some knitting. <laughs> so we all got the news on Friday, the 9th of April, of the death of the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip. Philip was married into the royal family for, uh, for about 70 years. And at the age of 99, a few months short of his 100th birthday, he said his last on-the-nose comment before the big sleep... So basically, we're going to talk about Prince Philip, Jim, and his, and his death. I know, uh, obviously, he wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Um, so what did you think about the whole kind of, about him in general? I, I, it's, it's very easy to, to go one way or the other with this. I think, you know, some people are adamant that, you know, that sorry, ardent royalists, they like the royal family no matter what they do. And other people probably quite anti-royal, um, especially with Prince Philip, with a lot of the controversial things he said. Um what, the thing that stands out to me most about Prince Philip is the fact that he was Prince Philip of Greece. So in my head, I always imagine him with a leather jacket on, dancing with Sandy, and then flying off into the sky in a in an old fashioned American car. Well, not um, the web. <laughs> whilst listening to web. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, he, he was obviously a controversial figure. Um, I personally was not a fan. I think you know there's a lot of stuff that was said after his death to justify a lot of the the things that he said that were not uh, not cool um and it's very telling when they had the videos you know they've obviously been preparing for this for some some while because the day after he died they've got full documentaries about the guy with quotes uh, video interviews with his family but they also had uh, a bunch of uh you know various various people lined up to to give positive quotes about him from sort of black and asian communities about oh what a card he was like they rolled out the tokens to to reel <laughs> off a it's okay we don't mind kind of statements so um think the whole thing you know it's obviously anticipated when you when someone that uh that that big in the public eye dies a lot of this stuff's going to happen but it was interesting how the the kind of apologists were out early do you think they can have uh, i think you can have cut something up there but they did kind of cover up some of the kind of horrible things he said about people didn't they? and it was like oh he was you know he was a bit of a joker you know, he was he was like he was old school and stuff like that. But you, you know, you don't really say that things if you're a joker, do you? <laughs> There's other ways of making a joke without having to offend someone or someone's. Yeah, they, they described his comments as on you know oh, a little on the nose. No, mate, they were racist. Come on, yeah. <laughs> it's not on the nose. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I was reading, I saw. I don't barely read the papers anymore, but I actually read the paper the other day, and it was just like, oh, you know, he was a, you know, it was like. From the from his time and stuff like that. it was like rising damn all that comedy and stuff and I was a bit like no not really you know <laughs> he was you know he said some kind of harsh stuff but you have to give it to the chap as well he he like he was taking away that kind of comments being in a royal family for was it seventy years is pretty hardcore as well maybe they made him racist. <laughs> 
Come, Dave, you're, you're, you're quite quiet. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, when obviously we found out about Pinsley passing, it was, it, it's weird because obviously he's a, he's a character who's been in like, in the spotlight for, you know, all our lives. You know, he's all, all we've ever known is, you know, Prince Philip. And obviously he has, con you know, he has been controversial in saying a lot of things, um, what he said in public. I, d I don't think anything he said in public probably wouldn't have been said in households across the UK. Um, and I think, you know, obviously the, the nature of how we are as a, as a society in terms of like being a bit more woke or a bit more aware to sensitivities of others, as obviously um, it's been obviously been highlighting the fact, you know, what he did say was, what well, it could have been classed as controversial in this day and age, but it wouldn't have made um, a slight bit of difference back in the day. And and it, and, it, and it's hard because, you know, you know, it, 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 what he said, was it coming from a place of hatred? Was it coming from a place of, you know, lack of, you know, lack of awareness or not caring? Um, obviously, I, you know, he's obviously born into a life of privilege and he surrounded himself by, you know, pretty privileged people but you know he will be remembered for a lot of things and obviously one part of that would be you know his controversial um no not outbursts but you know his controversial ways now i, I get what dave's saying you know the time the time that's passed since a lot of these comments were made means yeah things would have been said in households up and down the country but i think it's important as well what you just said dave about you know um he, he came from a privileged background and he would have been yeah, he would have been highly educated he would have traveled the world he would have been someone who really to his degree of education should have known better even at that kind of time than to behave like that especially when you're meeting dignitaries from all over the world and you're representing this nation you know you're the queen's consort like and making comments like that when you're meeting ambassadors from all over the world i think you know, in a, you know, it's easy to brush it under the carpet and say at the time, everyone in every household in the country would have been saying similar things or not everyone, but a lot of people would. But you'd expect better from people in that kind of position, yeah, I, but, I guess. But you know what? Like, he's coming from like a, an era where, you know, we still had some kind of empire. He probably, you know, had he had, he had that privilege and he obviously he felt he had that privilege and acted up, you know, according to the privilege that he thought he had. And, you know, while again, in this day and age, I don't, um, I don't, you know, uh, agree with it, you know, but then again, you know, there are a lot of things that Churchill said, which in these days would not be con considered uh, acceptable in you know, modern times. Uh, but, but, I, but I guess the thing is, though, a lot of people in the public eye, it, it's, to, to me, it's the exceptionalism of, of the monarchy and, and some, of, some of the upper class establishments in this country that you never have to say sorry. I think there's a lot of people in the public eye who would reflect on stuff they've said in the past and apologise for it, and he never did. And that, you know, Joe, you know I'm not here to drag the guy; he's, he's dead, right? And, it, and it's sad he's got he's got a family at the end of the day; they care about him. But I just think it's really interesting how often when people pass, a lot of the negative stuff is swept under the carpet, and it's we're all supposed to just get wrapped up in this wave of nationalism. It, it just feels odd to me. Oh, I totally agree with you, and I don't think you know if you lived your life as a bad person. I don't think, you know, there should be any kind of memorial saying, you know, they were great because you weren't, you know, and, you know, you should be remembered in life as you, you know, in death as you are in life. And, you know, I think he was a very complex character. You know, he, he lost his sister at a young age, obviously, um, 
he had a bit of a strange family with like the Nazis and such like that. So, you know, I think Meredith's cousin. He, he, yeah, and you know, I think, you know, they had a lot more of a complex life than you know, I ever had and a lot of a lot of people would have had and obviously it made him who he is. Obviously we all have different lives, you know, but yeah, he's he's just I think he's a complex character. I'll be honest, I was more upset that you know DMX died personally, but but didn't DMX get it done for animal cruelty, Dave? Didn't he like, kill loads of dogs? Possibly, but again, um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. Well. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not saying he did, but you know, has Philip ever made like no a, a Grammy award-winning album? I don't know. As we, we may have, but they wouldn't release it. They've repressed him. <laughs> Imagine with his big gold chain, Dave. <laughs> it's like Dave says, right? You should be remembered in death how you were in life, and and it's about. It's not about necessarily dragging people through the mud. But it's also you shouldn't be putting them on pedestals because, yet yeah, both those individuals in the public eye achieved great things, but both of them are questionable characters too. And I think it's about being balanced. You know, DMX said you know, had a lot of very homophobic lyrics, and uh, you know, in today's day and age, again, Dave, you assess it against how we behave nowadays. That's not acceptable. Maybe it was when he said said that stuff. Maybe he regrets it. Did he apologise? I don't know. But I think you just you need to accept the full person when they when they go I, I think a lot of people get turned into martyrs and i think uh, a real character a real person who lived his full life is never going to be a martyr because there's always going to be some kind of skeleton in their closet or something dodgy they've done and i think it's just about accepting that that's about yes you know, how people are yeah he, he he had a lot i saw a picture of him the other day he had a lot of medals but do you know what i don't actually know anything about his kind of service to the country or anything do you guys know anything about it maybe i'm just being like i educated well, he served during the war didn't he he, he was he, i think that's a lot where the um, the military background comes from from you know prince um edward and charles and then down to william and harry i think a lot of that started with him and his military service yeah Okay, do you, do, you know, do you know what I just remember of him? I just remember, you know, when they're trying to take a photo of him and he looks at the cameraman and he's just like, just take the fucking picture. <laughs> That's what I remember of him. Is he Ronald Reagan? That's, yeah. I oh, know, Richard that's, Nixon, sorry. That's like Reagan, <laughs> that's like Reagan from Futurama. He's in a robotic suit versus for the wall. Yeah. Reagan's Nixon. <laughs> no, it was, it's was Nixon, isn't it? I, I got it wrong. I got oh, confused. Yeah, it's you Nixon, yeah. Yeah. Like, Nixon. Oh, yeah. You know, you know who else passed away this week, obviously, very sadly, is um, Nikki Graham from, from Big Brother. And although yeah, that was you know, really she didn't sad, live a, a massive life in the public eye, who just seeing someone, I mean, she's she's a meme goddess for forever. But um, again, very, very complex, you know, something like eating disorders. And I think it's another, you know, we need don't need to make this another COVID episode. We've talked about COVID quite a lot, but it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like you said before, Dave, about things that are non-COVID have kind of gone on the back burner and perhaps been neglected. Um, in this environment, and it's really sad that that someone who's younger than us, like she's yeah, she was 38, 38, I think. She's yeah. 38. Do you know what though? I I only just found out kind of recently the complex kind of nature of eating disorders. I know a girl who um, had an eating disorder when she was younger, and she's she's only 21, but now she's got um, diabetes, so she has to inject herself every day because of it. And I was just like, oh, I mean, it's just it's crazy what it can do to your body. You know, I mean, mm. you think like you're, you're, when you're that age, you, you think you're invincible, but you're not. It can destroy your reproductive system. It can like mess with a lot of your organs. And it's such a tragic thing because I think none of these people think in their heads, you know, in their rational brains, they know this is a disease. They know that they don't, they're not fat when they look in the mirror. They know they're not, but they can't help it. It's a compulsion. It's, it's a sickness and it's a really, really sad thing. Yeah, is, my, yeah. my ex had an eating disorder, actually. This was going back many, many years and I kind of 
discovered it by accident. And it's just like, you know, you're like in your early 20s, you're like, what do, what do you do? How can you kind of support them? How did you discover it? Do you mind me asking? Um, I just caught them like, and they've got being sick after dinner. Like, oh, she had okay. like, she had bulimia. So, you know, she was making herself throw up after dinner. And, and it was just like, okay, something's a bit up here. Scary, um, isn't it? It's scary. Yeah, yeah. People they got they they got their perception of like the modern world, and they have to be this certain kind of person as well. And and, and I saw something that they do something else as well. With people being this was they work out all the time, so they literally wake up during the night and they start doing sit ups. It's like it's it's, it's, it's exhausting psychologically and physically exhausting because yeah. you've got no energy from not eating enough. Plus you're exercising. Plus you're not getting enough sleep. Plus, you know, you're just constantly obsessing over something that, that you're trying desperately to control but can't. It's, um, it's incredibly sad. I think all, all three of these, these individuals, though, I think that it shows you that whatever you think about them, I think it's important to have a bit of empathy, right? So Prince um, Philip reached the ripe old age, and that's, and that's great. Um, but he's still, you know, he's left behind family and people care about him. Mm-hmm. And the, the same for the, for the other two. And it doesn't matter how you went, if it was suddenly before your time, or if you had a long life, you're still going to leave um, a bit of heartache behind. And, and you'd, you'd, hope so. sadness. you'd hope so. You'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, like, if you didn't, then you have to question the character of the person who died. I, I do wish, though, we'd extend the same empathy to and, and, and you know, and care to people that we don't know who aren't famous you know 150,000 people have died from from covid and we're not gonna we're we're gonna have known maybe you know a a couple here and there but all those people have families and and friends and they're gonna leave horrible gaps behind oh without a doubt but no how how do we do that we have no people die every day no how do we give empathy to everyone obviously you can acknowledge it you know people do die and it's it's obviously terrible the, the state of how things are but you know, you know what? It's just like just being just being kind to each other, really, because you know I can't obviously I can't do anything about the whole world situation, and you know we could, well, I think all I can do really is be compassionate when I can be, and you know be a shoulder to cry on or an ear to listen, you know to talk to when needed, you know. But sometimes it is just tiring as well, you know, for your own like for, for your own like headspace, it can be tiring caring so much. Or to... I would say though, Dave, on top of caring for people when they're in in bad situations or when we lose them, also try and make the world a slightly better place. So, do you know with COVID, it's easy. Do your bit, right? Wear your mask. Do do what you need to do to keep people safe. But also, you know, there's there's other there's other ways to try and make slow improvements to to situations that maybe aren't medical. You know, there's societal issues that lead to people going far too soon. Think, you know, people on food banks and stuff like that. Let, let's fight those injustices so people aren't like starving, choosing between electricity or food or or shelter. Oh, definitely. And you know, going going up in East London, um, there were some situations where you know you had to decide whether to charge electricity key or get something to eat, and it wasn't the nicest yeah. situation to be in. And you know, I'm, I'm sure I wasn't alone in that sort of environment. I remember Dizzy Rascal. In uh, one of his songs about, you know, what, what do they know about like you know, filling the kettle for a bath? That, you know. It, oh, mate, it's... you and me have got so many shared memories like that, growing up completely differently, but the same thing charging electricity key, filling the bath up from the kettle, dinner tickets, and all that kind of stuff. It's it's mad, like, to see where we are now and think that's that's how we grew up. What do you mean? I like, I like to think to some that. of the. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think some some of those experiences though it's a horrible it's a horrible excuse that people put on things sometimes but I think it's kind of true that 
Um, it is character building. And I think if you're if you grow up in a in a rich family, you can go one of two ways. You can either, you know, take it for granted and then go downhill or be realize how how you know um privileged you are and excel forward. And I think the same is true, but the opposite for for people like ourselves. You know, we grew up with a little bit less. And it's yeah, it can drive you on, which I think it has for us. It drives you on to to do better for yourself, or you kind of accept your lot and you kind of repeat history. Yeah, I think that's happening more and more. Though I reckon a lot of people are accepting where it is. I think the, I think it's the assumption that you kind of get the people that drive push on nowadays. If I'm honest, you know, but that's just my personal opinion from the kind of side where I work. But maybe that's um, kind of alluding to what I was saying about the, I think we all need to pull together a bit more because sometimes people feel hopeless. Yeah. Well, guys, well, thank you for talking to me about that. Um, after this commercial break, we'll be talking about ghosts and things that scared us when we was growing up. Take home a Gino Ginelli ice cream of Piazza Italia. Italian chic, Italian style, Italian verb. Italian cool, toughy bunch of chocolate, mint chuck chip, tutti frutti, what a cutie, take a Gino home with you. Gino Ginelli, the ice cream sensation. Gino, oh Gino Ginelli. Ghost schools, real spooky shit, cats and dogs living together, growing up and playing Bloody Mary whilst drinking a Bloody Mary in hopes of seeing a sexy spectre. I think these are little things that scared us growing up. And what did you see when you was growing up? Jim, you know, you know me. I kind of like them, that kind of the old spooky thing. And I kind of I used to love sitting around telling talking about ghost stories and stuff like that. And when you're going, you know, even if you don't believe in these kind of things, everyone's got a story, haven't they? A scary story growing up. Apart from Dave, because he's shaking his head. Well, I've got a scary story, but I'm going to go to something first. That yeah. I wonder if Dave will get what I'm going to say. Right, so Dave, did your, when you grew up, did you have neck curtains? Yes. Do neck curtains mean anything to you in terms of spookiness? No. Oh, damn it, he doesn't get it. Right, okay. So when I, when I was growing up, we always had, everyone had those, you know, those neck curtains with like the patterns in, the lacy patterns. And I always remember the street light from the outside casting a light through there and just you know how your mind looks for patterns you'll look for you'll look yeah. for patterns that, you'll look for things that aren't there and i always used to see faces in those curtains and it didn't matter like if i was a little kid all the way up to like a teenager even i would still lay in bed i'd be like it's a face in there and i don't like it it's <laughs> 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 waking at me <laughs> do, you know, do you know what my my actual kind of like encounter if it was an encounter of just my imagination was probably one of the most embarrassing situations i've ever had in my life and it's one of the reasons i got called zippy for quite a long time i remember i was around my mum's friend's house and it was a really big house in blackheath and i was i had to go upstairs it was really like dark and big house i went to the top of stairs and i was having a wee and in front of the toilet there was a mirror which i thought was really strange so I was having a wee, but I was quite panicky at the same time. And I remember something, something like zooming past behind me. And I went, oh, and I panicked. And I did my fly up as quickly as possible. And obviously caught me old boy in a zipper. Breaking beans. beans. And I run downstairs and I was like, who's upstairs? And they're like, no one's upstairs. It's just us downstairs. So, and I was like, what, what? I, but then I just, obviously I was panicking because what has happened down below and i just kind of finished off the story is that it ended up with my dad with pliers breaking off oh! my hip 
So, so it's proper like something about Mary. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a, it was like the horror of seeing something, which probably wasn't there, and the horror of of of, the, of my dad's pliers coming towards me quite slowly, going, "No worry, boy, this won't hurt." Did it hurt though, Rob? Did oh god, mate, I had a scar on my willy for years. <laughs> 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 it was so, it was so painful. It really, really was. TMI. Uh, TMI for the poor folks listening. Yeah, sorry guys, uh, and that's one of the reasons I reckon it didn't grow any bigger after that. <laughs> it was just too scared, Jim. I, re- I always remember. I don't know. I don't hope you don't mind me telling telling this story. I remember that you told me a story about you and your ex were in an apartment. I think it was when you lived in the Lego state, and you no, saw it wasn't. Of- I, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna tell this. The thing is, right now at this age. I don't know what I believe. I don't know what I believe about That's the it, afterlife yeah. and all yeah. the rest of it. But I know that I saw this, right? So he, the, I, I try and rationalise it in my head, but it, it must be a trick of the light. It must be a trick of my imagination. But I saw... Um, actually, no, it can't be a trick of my imagination. I just realised which one you mean. You're, so there's two. Yeah. I've got two. I completely forgot there's two. Okay, right. So the first one is I was laying in bed in um, a flat that I used to live in. It's like a masonette, so like a two-story flat on top of a two-story flat. Um, not that that's relevant to the story, but uh, I was laying in bed and the light was on in the hall and I saw a black figure walk past the door. And I don't mean like someone name, dressed in black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean someone dressed in I mean, it was the, the only way I could describe it was a 3D shadow. And it wasn't like it ran past, it walked past the door and it scared the shit out of me it absolutely terrified me um no 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 i was it was like it was bedtime but i hadn't gone to sleep yet yeah i was just laying in bed yeah Um, so i I can't rationalize it i can't tell you that i was you know i wasn't drunk i was too young um i was probably about 14 15 no i was about 14 15 i didn't know i didn't do drugs dave i was i was quite a straight laced young man um obviously it's not a ghost but you know i saw something it must be a, a trick of the mind but at the time i was just like terrified because i was like it was so vivid it was so so vivid and like i say it was like a 3d shadow because it wasn't completely solid black it was like almost see-through how did you get how did you get to sleep that night <laughs> like you, you weren't having a stroke were you <laughs> Jim's no. had all, all been mini strokes. Jim's had all his <laughs> I, 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 I was very freaked out though. Um, but the one that, that Rob's talking about, so yeah, me and my ex um, were laying in bed and we saw, so you, you know when um, a road's really hot in the summer and you see that kind of flickering above it from where the heat's rising, it makes makes yeah. The, the, yeah, the image flicker or if you hold a lighter up. It was basically like a ball of that floating through the air. Right, you floating it, across you the room. Like yeah, it was like it was like, an, it was like an orb of 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 floating, flickering heat kind of wave type thing, and it wasn't massive, but it was moving across the room. And I turned to Angie and I was like, "Do you, do you see that?" And she went, "What the ball thing?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she went, "Yeah." And I was like, oh, "Shit!" Because <laughs> 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 when you when you see something, you're like, okay, fine, I'm seeing it. Maybe it's like a I don't know, um, like a floater in your eye or something like that. But when someone else sees it, you're like, shit, what is this? 
there's you always can, a reason. There's always a reason for these things. Days one of them people go around to the people's houses and you know debunks everything. Mythbusters, mate. Mythbusters, that's what Dave is. He's like, that's just fart methane from the tank upstairs. <laughs> but look, I'm, I'm a rational guy. I'm, I'm not a, a yeah, you, you are, yeah, a spiritualist or whatever. Um, do you think that? So do you think that ghost was a true story? I, <laughs> it's a, it's a biography of my life. <laughs> If you you and Peter were like, don't done this, done I'm not really here. <laughs> no, all I can tell you is what I saw. I can't tell you, like, you know, that it was one thing or another. But that that's did, did those are the two it? things I saw. Did you touch the orb? No, no, I didn't. Did you not caress it? <laughs> did you not? Did you not put spandex on and dance around like David Bowie in Labyrinth and pretend it was the ball? I tell you what, that's not the scariest thing that ever happens when I was laying in bed. I uh, hang on, that sounds dodgy. But um, me and me and Ange had gone to bed one night. And I was falling, I was, I'd already fallen asleep. And um, she tapped me. Sorry to my family who are listening to this, besmirching uh, the memory of someone who's passed. But um, she tapped me and she went, James, wake up, wake up. And I was like, what, what, what? She went, your dad's got into bed with us. And I went, <laughs> don't be silly. She went, he has. And I looked and he had. So I was like laying next to the wall and she was like the ne- you know, sort of next to me. And he got into bed and he was <laughs> naked. Was he scared of ghosts as well? She thought she'd seen a ghost then. He was that pale. And I was like, did you get him out? How did you get him out? I just shouted at him. I went, What are you fucking doing? And so basically he'd had a he'd had a drink and he got into he'd gone into the wrong room, got into got into the wrong bed. But yeah. There you go. That was scarier than any phantom or spectre I could have yeah. ever seen. That, that, sounds, that sounds pretty scary, man. Once I got into bed, me, I'd be like, we did it. Dave, you must have seen something. You must have experienced something that's freaked you out, though. No, not really. I've walked into my parents doing a deed. That kind of freaked me out. That's, it. that's, as, that's as frightening as my life. We're going to call. Head bumps in the night, mate. Don't go in the adult's room. So, Dave, you just don't, totally don't. So, you, you don't believe in ghosts whatsoever, then, do you? Whatsoever. No. So, no. so, so do you, what about UFOs? Do you believe in UFOs? I believe in aliens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know if we, if we exist in a, in a on Earth, why wouldn't there be any life in whatever shape it comes in, further away on other planets or wherever? Yeah. It doesn't for me. It doesn't make sense that there isn't uh, other life. I might not have seen it, but I ain't seen Japan. But I'm sure it's out there. What's the guy who wrote the God Complex? The um the atheist Richard scientist. Dawkins. That's it, Richard Dawkins. I like the way he puts it, which is. In a time frame of infinity, the idea that this is the only planet where life ever occurs is ridiculous. So it's like what he's essentially saying is like there may not be life on other planets nearby now, but there may have been thousands of years ago, millions of years ago. There may be in thousands of years time, which I think is the the, the intelligent way of looking at it, because that that puts into some perspective, right? Just because we've not seen any any creatures from another planet now, they may have long passed. Yeah, that's a good exactly. point. Yeah, ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. <laughs> I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Well, talking about aliens, there's like, isn't there going to be like an Indiana Jones five coming out? Um... <laughs> that was the fourth one. You've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> no, 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 there is. There's a fifth one with Phoebe Waller Bridge. Pardon? Didn't you know it, Rob? Oh my god, the movie buff didn't know that. Well, no, hang on a sec. No, yeah, there's yeah, there's, you're talking about the newest one, or we're talking about the one coming out soon. The one coming out. Oh, right. Is it about aliens then? No, but obviously, oh. don't worry. <laughs> because, the, because the last one was about aliens. 
I'm assuming it's going to be a continuation. Oh, yeah, Ray anyway, Winston. Back... <laughs> going to bottle him. After <laughs> Alien. He's in that film, isn't he? The last one. Uh, when I heard it was about like, aliens, I thought, I can't watch this. It looks terrible. But anyway, no, I don't find um, things scary. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm a massive cynic when it comes to that. And in all fairness, you have to do something spectacular to prove uh, or to change my mind. Yeah, I suppose I suppose if there is ghosts, why haven't we proved it yet? Like, why has there been no, you know, actual evidence apart from that film? <laughs> What's that film, Jim? Um, the Entity, when they try and freeze it. Oh, go- mate. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, that that scared me. That film that was, oh God, that yeah, was me too, yeah. creepy as you like. Oh. Very aggressive film as well, isn't it? It's, it doesn't hold back that film at all. Is that film was made nowadays? People would be freaking out about it, wouldn't they? But they try and yeah. freeze that ghost in that film, didn't they? And they actually, but isn't that based on the truth? It's, ba- it's based on a true story. <laughs> I don't know if the if that included <laughs> the freezing a ghost part, but the experiences are of a you know allegedly of a true story. Dave, it have you ever trapped a ghost in your fridge before, Dave? Probably when I was really drunk. You know, that's the sort of stuff you do when you're drunk or high. <laughs> Look, that, mate. <laughs> this is, I'm just chilling in so, here. The guy who uh, who doesn't believe in ghosts is the one who introduced me to the phrase "fighting ghosts," which I find quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, nothing ever spooked you out. Did you ever play, play Bloody Mary growing up, or anything like that, or anything silly? I do a séance. Did you not? Could... Did you ever not go down? Someone say to you, "Don't go down the alley. The alley's haunted, Dave. That's dog shit alley." No, the reason I don't go down alleys is because they're only full of drug heads and things like piss and shit, doesn't it? You had more things to worry about, didn't you, though, to keep keeping yourself alive in East London? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wish I had some sort of story to tell about ghosts or phantoms or whatnot. My mum kind of believes in ghosts and my wife does, but I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of, uh, not a big fan of, not, not a believer. Do you, not. Know, do you know, right, I, I had actually something happen to me in my new ha- my house I'm living in now. It was nothing majorly big. I actually think it was a bit of sleep paralysis or something, but I was sleeping on the sofa and, um, and I felt like someone was holding me down. Like, and I couldn't move. And I went, ah, oh, just got up straight away. And it really freaked me out because my body was all cold. And I couldn't sleep. So I thought, oh, God, what was that? So I just kind of went upstairs, kind of just kind of trying to walk it off. And the weird thing is, I went into the spare room and my cat was laying on the bed. He was looking at me and he, just, he started looking up at the ceiling and I'm going, all right, freaking out. And then the sleeping bag went flying across the room. But I think it just fell off the, I think it just fell off the bloody the top of our wardrobe. And but caught it up. Because I was like, it was it was bizarre. <laughs> it was really bizarre because it was all it was all in the space of five minutes of everything happening. You know, I was a bit weird. Well, what your your lights are flickering. Like, there's a ghost in there now. You've seen it, Jim. Oh, it's Dave, yeah, I think I think I think that's someone trying to talk to me, Dave. What's that? Oh, it's Dave. Yeah, he doesn't believe in you, mate. Told you to fuck oh, off. Yeah. Rob, talking about talking about um, sleep paralysis. I remember um, once Angie had it, but I didn't know. So I woke up one morning and she was just like looking at me and I was like, you're right. And she didn't say anything. So I sort of started getting up, getting ready. And I was like, do you want to, I, I can't remember what I said. It was like something like, oh, do you want a cup of coffee or something? And she, and she just, just kept staring at me. And I went, all right, well, I'm going to go downstairs. Do you want breakfast or anything? And she just, she just stared at me. So I was like, okay. Went downstairs. About half hour later, she comes down, she's like crying. And she was like, I couldn't move. I couldn't move and I couldn't talk. And you were just like talking to me and I was trying to answer you and you just got the ump and oh. walked away. <laughs> and I was like, I felt so oh. guilty. Because she was like oh trapped God. there, unable to move, thinking that I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you are a terrible person, Jim. I was laying face down on a pillow that couldn't get up. 
And I was going, oh, not face down, like, do you know, to the side, but I could barely, and, that, and um, I remember just, I remember I could speak, I could speak then, I was going, mum, mum, I couldn't move. And as soon as mom, I'm not, okay, my mum sprinting, my mum, anyone who's my mum, she doesn't run. So she sprinted into the room, and as soon as she got in the room, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> I just basically just. My, I thought you were going to say she went into your room and found like Matthew sat on your back or something. <laughs> no, she, was, gave me, she gave me CPR. <laughs> Matthew's but, odd know, brother, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> it, it wasn't my. It wasn't my ghost. <laughs> Growing up, my family was just full of ghost stories. So, you know, stuff that I've seen possibly could have just been fueled from like. I don't know that the nonsense I was told growing up like my my uncle allegedly woke up one morning and after a heavy night so this could have just been drinking juice but woke up um and there was a nun on the end of his bed allegedly why does everyone have a nun at the end of their bed Shannon (laughs) well where'd you keep yours (laughs) well I've I've only got a bottle of blue nun at the end of my bed But I've, I've, I've literally been told about someone had a nun in their bed before as well. But actually, it was um, my cousin's um, my cousin's dad's brother, you know Simon. So uh, he uh, he told me about something, and apparently the person who saw it actually told it to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought, you know, that's so you know, that's impolite to say this to person's a nun. begging for help. He's like, yeah, piss off. <laughs> okay, then, Dave, I can ask you a question. Have you guys ever had like really bad deja vu before then? Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just weird. It's like, it's like glitches in the Matrix, isn't it? It's just like, what, yeah, can, it's that, just like... what can that be? Do you think? What could that actually be? Like, you know, I, I had it really bad once. I only had it once, but I had it super bad once, and it's almost like I dreamt today. It was bizarre, and it really freaked me out for weeks. Really, really freaked me out. Actually, and I, I can tell you the scientific explanation. If you oh, want. I love it. Yeah, go for it. it this isn't proven. This is the okay. theory. Oh, this is a theory um, from Dr. James Dolan. Come. From Dr. James Dolan. Um, that um, something to do with like the signals from your from your eyes reaching your brain. Sometimes it's like there can be a delay from one eye. This is what the, this is a, a, the theory. So your brain recognizes it from one eye and a split second later sees it from the other eye. And that makes you think you've seen it before. Yeah, I don't believe like... in that, by the way. I don't think that's the explanation because I've experienced but, but, deja vu. But for me, it's just not, not a case of like one moment after the other. It's probably like, you know, a day later or... Yeah, I had that real bad. Yeah. Like mine was like, literally, later, yeah. I basically dreamt of something. And I woke up and there's exactly the same thing happened. And I knew it was going to happen. It was really weird. It really was bizarre. And I, like... I've had it. And I, I, this is why I don't believe the brain thing. Because I know that I've had it. And I'm like, I know what's going to happen next. And it does. Yeah. It's re- it was really And I can't strange. explain it. Cassie you had... watching, watching the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is the sequel isn't it well, Cassie had it the other day really bad as well and, she, and she, that's what we this is why I kind of done the subject she was like telling me what happened and then I thought do you know what I'm going to put this in there because of that I'm going to talk like one of the things I'm going to talk about because like, I, I basically what happened with me I was like literally kind of going somewhere and I fell asleep and I had a dream of the door something knocking on, my dad knocking on the door the person answering the door saying something and then we went into the house and it all happened, just how I dreamt about it. It really was freaky. I knew the person's name, never met him before, anything. Crazy feeling, isn't it, when that happens? It was so distorted. It was so strange. I actually just, I thought I was having a breakdown at first, if I'm honest. It was really, I was a bit like, why do I know this? Have I been here before? What's happened? You know what I mean, I was like, am I drunk? You no, know, it was so bizarre. I, can never, yeah. I can't describe what actually happened. It was spooky. So but Given Dave um, has had no contrib- no contributions to this on the, on the ghost front because he doesn't believe in it, 
Dave, what do you think happens when we die? <laughs> it's going to be so what? grim, isn't it? <laughs> it's just going to go rot. <laughs> no, but that's all we do. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we're all conscious beings. You know, we're just, our bodies are just like cells. You know, our, our consciousness is, you know, our memories and you know, the, the things we leave behind. But after you know, that's gone, you know, we become the earth. And then that goes into the whole ecosystem. A body gets fed on by, you know, parasites or whatever, who, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> eats our, whatever, eats, whatever eats our body. And then we just go back into the circle of life. It's so energy goes it. into energy goes into the energy of the earth, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. And then I'll probably get dug up in a ten thousand years time, used as like a soap or sort of plastic, or I don't know, end up in a blinking carrier bag. Who knows? Dave, I hope you're really good. I hope you're a bagger for life, Dave, when you go back. <laughs> <laughs> Reincarnated as a bag for life. Anyway, earlier on, Dave said, um, like, how, you know, prove it. The ghost, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to die before Dave and I'm going to haunt him. Just, just to give him some satisfaction of knowing ghosts exist. Do you know what Dave used to do to I me? I told you so. <laughs> do you know what Dave used to do to me when I was younger? He's, when I used to be sitting on the bed and he'd be the he'd grab my toes and pull my toes all the time. So I hate it. So when I, gonna, when I die, I'm going to go to his house and I'm, I'm going to pull his toes and he sleep. You know, I'm going to yank him. Thanks, my arthritis, <laughs> mate. <Hills. laughs> so after this commercial break, we're going to be talking about toys that we grew up with, that we enjoyed, that we had at Christmas, that we shared with our families after this break. I've never seen 10,000 tapes in one store. There's so much kids stuff. And I can keep them for three evenings. Ordinary video stores don't even come close to Blockbuster Video. We even have a 24-hour quick drop. Wow. Wow. What a difference. Video. The favorite family video store from over there is now over here. Okay, we just want to give a shout-out to our friend Vari in Japan. She's been a, a, a avid listener, listener for the past, what, Four episodes is it now? How many episodes we've got, guys? This is episode six. Episode six. Oh my god. We're almost like the Fast and Furious trilogy, aren't we? <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so thanks for listening, Vari. We miss you, we love you, and you know, free feel free to give us any subjects to talk about. If we need to know do a Japanese language version, we're more than happy to you know, get some sort of translator in. Do you know, I always message Vari about I saw something the other day about Mario World, and I was like, Oh, Vari, you've been there. No, it's brand new, Rob. <laughs> so I've always mentioned about <laughs> Japanese in Japan. So you're giving a shout out to Vari now, but um, and hello Vari, by the way, if you're listening, it'd be funny if she didn't if she'd given up on the podcast by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all the people who listen as well. Peace out. Thanks, Thanks Mum. Plastic, plastic, plastic. That's right. We're gonna talk about the toys that we grew up with, from Castle Grey Skull to Care Bears. Um, imagine all the landfills in that in the 80s filled up with all them toys destroying the earth, but you know, who cares? So what did you guys have growing up then? <laughs> <laughs> who cares <laughs> so start with you Dave what did you have growing up what was your toy that you loved what was a toy you fought with your brother with what was the you know show that influenced you to buy it Transformers just Transformers hands down it was you know you had Optimus Prime you had the one called Slag for some reason which was really funny um, Bumble <laughs> looking back I want a Slag <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that was like a Triceratops or something like that um, I don't ran. remember that yeah, look it, look it up. <laughs> uh, Bumblebee. Yeah, oh, I absolutely loved it. 
you know, you had, oh, what was on with the tape deck? Oh, he was uh, my favourite, Soundwave. Soundscreen. Soundscreen, that's it, Soundwave. Yeah. You're right, Soundscreen, yeah. Do you guys remember, uh, let me just interrupt you quickly, though. sorry, mate. Do you remember the right. transform, the, the fake Transformers that turned into rocks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are they <laughs> called? Yeah. Oh, they? They were just, they they were just good, a rip-off, weren't they? I thought they were really good. They were I good, think, though. I, they were I think I had some of those as well. Imagine, I was like, so my dad went to me, I remember I got, a, I got one, and my dad said, what does it do? And it just transforms into a rock? Oh. So what do you do with it? Why? Yeah, like, why does it transform into a rock? It's so stupid, isn't it, when you think about it? Dave, did you have those, though? Did you, did you go no. all in and go for all of them? Like, even the, 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 the little knockoffs? I, I tried to, but again, I came from a bit of a poor home, so... No, I, could, I got my hands on what I could get my hands on, really. Or sometimes, you know, you have some at school and then with the toy box, you'd accidentally bring some home for some reason. And not GoBots as well. Oh, yeah, GoBots. They were cool. What GoBots? What Did were you... they? I'm no, forgetting something. Can't... No, GoBots are wicked, mate. Were they? I can't remember them. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, a lot of fun. I think they're little, they're little cars, weren't they? Little, well, little you, motors. Um... Dave, yeah. did you ever get the uh, the Happy Meal ones that like it was like a, a transformer that turned into a, some fries in a milkshake? <laughs> yeah. I, had, I think I still got them, Jim. Do you know that? Oh. How many of the metal ones did you have, Dave? Like the proper cool ones? Um, to be honest, with you, I, I wasn't really a big fan of like the really. Obviously, maybe because I was envious of note, but um, I didn't have that many uh, of the metal ones. It was more like the big, the plasticky, solid ones that we had. Um, obviously, you had. Um, and obviously, Metroplex City, I think it was. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, God, that yeah it's like great. the equivalent of yeah. Castle Grayskull, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, oh, do you, you know what they're selling nowadays? You can actually, do you remember the Transformers, the film, the um, cartoon film with Eric Idle and stuff like that? Do you remember the big planet that eats all the planets? What was it called? Oh, what's it called? Unicorn. Unicorn, Unicorn yeah. Yeah, you can buy that now. It's massive. You literally get ships off in a big box and you can actually have a unicorn and it, ch- and it changes actually into the actual Transformer as well. That's the great thing about our generation, is it? Is I think we're, we're, we're a weird generation that's got to this age and gone, do you know what? We're going to carry on liking the stuff that we like. And that means <laughs> I've now got the money to buy the things that I want, including a massive fuck off robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel a bit disappointed with the old Transformers though, because... Obviously, Michael Bay got his gringy, dirty hands on it and turned it into a CGI nightmare where it is. I don't really like the Transformers. I like the Bumblebee film, but did you guys ever see the Transformers films? They're kind of based on part I, I, I found it a bit offensive, personally. I'm, I'm a bit woke now. I thought, it was, um, I thought it was dog shit, if I'm honest. You know what? Um, there's this documentary, a really good documentary called The Toys That Made Us. It oh, on it's Netflix. on Netflix, isn't it? And it's a good, great episode about like how Transformers like you know came about and the movie and stuff. Like, it's worth checking out if you... Was, was it from Japan, Dave? I haven't seen it. Do you, do you guys remember who was from Japan? Was it American? Um, it was American. Was it? Believe, so, yeah. So, Jim, what did what did you have then growing up, mate? He-Man. I absolutely yeah. loved He-Man. And just just to throw in a... a because he didn't wear one. anything, Jim, apart from a little leotard. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, but just, just to throw in a, a funny one. You, you, had, uh, you had Slag and He-Man had Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there, there are lots of double entendres if you look uh, online at some of the yeah. He-Man comics of things that Fisto said. I'm not going to repeat them on here because they are a little bit blue. But you but, know um, what? No. These are like guys who are our age who are pretty bored. They need to get like, a little bit of fun out in the game in the wild. <laughs> Fisto. <laughs> I can't go with Fisto. <laughs> yeah. 
it's, it's no wonder thing. I turned out gay because, like, as a kid, I obsessed over this big, muscular, tanned guy in a harness and like a little pair of pants swinging his sword about the place. But um, yeah, it, yeah. What, what choice did I have? That's that must have been what created me. But I, <laughs> you know, I really loved. I loved. I've loved He Man. But then when Shira came out, and this I guess proves my the, the stereotype even more. Is I thought she was the bollocks. I thought she was so much better than He Man. She was so much cooler. She yeah. she didn't have to have, but be big and muscular. You know, she she used her intelligence and her sword turned into shit. Swords <laughs> to grappling hooks. Short swords to whatever. I don't know. Bazooka. Like I'm it turn into anything. I'm just wondering, like, how many like hen parties requested like a He-Man lookalike? You know, like, those Hindus. Well, Dave, I could just tell you right now because I used to do it. Loads. <laughs> 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 like, He-Man was like it was it was brilliant, and I know we touched on it previously, but I think it's part of the things that that's woven into my internal uh, moral fabric fabric is at the end of each episode you got you got that lesson didn't you of this is what we learned today children about you know sharing yeah, or yeah. being kind or don't, not don't taking things that don't belong to you yeah exactly I, I i think that did have a i think it imprinted itself in my brain and had a long lasting impact did, did you know did you watch he-man and it looked to you at the end and went don't be a shit and it ended i i you know what i think it had to have like a moral message because obviously the context of you know, the, the whole pro- premise of the cartoon was you know fighting and you know you had yeah, that lasers true. and shooting so you had to like you know counteract that counterbalance that with a moral code at the end yeah that's a good point Dave. i hadn't thought about that um but i think the, the cartoon actually stemmed from the toys didn't it it's not it's not the other way around yeah. i think the, the toys came first yeah was it? Um, yeah. and then the toys yeah, became more popular once the cartoon was out and i, and I loved them i loved you know I, we couldn't afford all of them but i had i had a fair few and i liked it when the special edition ones came out so you had the he-man and the skeletor do you remember the one with the thing on its chest like that if it gets hit it's it, one it two or around. three strikes yeah 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 you spin it around with your work. thumb and then there was the one um like i don't know why but there's this one version of, of Skeletor where he was all in all neon colours and he had this big like neon shackles and chains that came off of his wrists. Oh, what was, was it the He-Man that had the slime part? The, yeah, the slime bit. Was it Ghostbusters? No, Ghostbusters. They were cool uh, as well, weren't they? Yeah, the fire station. It had um, yeah. a grate, didn't it, at the top so you could pour the slime through and it dripped through the grate. Yeah. How awesome is that? And a yeah, nightmare for parents all around. And the car as well, which is fantastic. You did it. Sorry, gun, Dave. I was saying, like, the car as well was brilliant, wasn't it? The, yeah, the, the, all the vehicles from that yeah. stuff. From the old yeah. day. Oh, sorry, I know we sound old again. The old day vehicles were brilliant. They were, mm. yeah. They were really good. It was really... I think, I don't know about you, because obviously I've got a daughter and, you know, Dave's got a young boy as well. But I don't like toys are as detailed as they used to be. When we were growing up, I don't know. I have a look back at some of the toys, but I remember mine being quite kind of like in depth and made really well. They must have been because they lasted forever. You know, you can still get people selling them now. You know, we treated quite badly, weren't we? Even like you think about the WWF figures, them things were like rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how bad this though was treated. <laughs> <laughs> What's what he doing now? Is he like living like mine? Oh, do you know what? I was, I was a big, I was a big He Man. Um, as well but i had i had a lot of it's, i don't i don't know how I, I don't know how i had all this stuff as well but i had a lot of robocop stuff as well so yeah. like I, but i never seen robocop obviously because i was quite young at the time when it first came out so i had a few robocop toys as well but i think they might have been released because of games maybe 
So I had like Robocop toys. I loved Robocop toys. I mean, I used to play with that actually. Oh, all I remember time. having the Robocop um, figure and there was a car. You could get the car that came with it. I think yeah. you're right, Rob. I think it's because of the video game. Yeah, I, abs- I was obsessed with that. And I had Muscle Men. Do you guys remember Muscle Men? No. Yes. Yeah, they were the like, little 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 of course you would, Jim. Yeah. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> There was just like these little tiny, like, I suppose, hard bits of rubbery plastic. I don't know what they were. And they all looked different. They kind of reminded me of a bit of the car, you know, um, garbage power kids a little bit. But then they were like, um, you know, just different faces. One was a Mexican wrestler. One was like a gangster. All these different things, you know. One of the snake for a head. It was, it's kind of like um, the, the slightly bigger than toy soldiers. Like yeah. maybe like twice the size and they're quite thick and rubbery. And, and they're all beige, yeah, weren't they? Like, yeah, they're all, all beige. beige. Yeah, you had one with like three faces, like one on each, like you know, around going around his head. You just it was just random little monster or fighting then. Yeah, my brother had a whole pot full of them. He, he loved oh, them. I, I had a special case with them, so you could put them in like little little body bags or something and put them in his case. Did and, anyone and have? Did anyone have Scalectrics or like yes. uh, Hot Wheels? I've literally got a note here, Dave, saying Scalectric. And one of the things I love about my youth the most is the smell of electric, uh, Scalectric. Remember the smell? <laughs> the smell of electric. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 you said that kind of burnt-y, kind of rubbery smell when they build up too fast and they get too hot. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, Dave, those are brilliant. I absolutely loved um, Scalectrics and Hot Wheels. <laughs> you think Dave, this, this, it was quite boring, wasn't it? You'd go around in a circle for a couple of minutes and you're like, right, it's done. <laughs> I'd fly off the side, yeah. But going back to what I was saying, kind of going back to my fingers as well, you know, like the micro machines as well. I used to love micro machines as well, real mm-hmm. into micro machines. And you used to get the garages and little suitcases where you'd put all the micro machines in. Yeah, yeah my brother had those. I was more into connectables. Oh, connectables, yeah, they were cool as oh, hell. You still got them, do you reckon? Me? No, yeah. I chucked all my toys away years ago, mate. <laughs> Doing it, fuck's sake. I think they were oh, in my oh, parents' hang on. loft. Hang you know on. That? Your, your husband's got toys. Oh, they're Lego. It's Lego. That's yeah, not toys, Lego. mate. That's building oh, oh. stuff. You basically, if you oh, can make yeah. Lego, you're a qualified player almost. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys remember um, another one, I think, where the, I think the toy might have come first? Visionaries. No, oh, I don't remember. What's Visionaries? They were Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. So like futuristic knights, and they had these panels on their chest. Yes, I remember it now. And yeah, holograms. you remember now. Holograms, yes, they're holograms. They? They're, they're <laughs> like, their spirit animal was put in. Yeah. And like the bad ones are green and the good ones are blue. Yeah. And basically, like the good guy, I think he was like a cheater. And basically, what would happen was like if he's being pursued, this this holographic cheater would jump out of his chest and he would disappear. And he's basically <laughs> the cheater now. And he'd run off. And there's like one was a mine and there's like dragons and all sorts. It was the nuts. No, my luck. If they made one of me, it would be like a badger. <laughs> a squirrel jumps out. Half or puff. Do you know? Obviously, we we're talking a lot about kind of like male-dominate kind of toys. But can you guys remember any female kind of ones apart from She-Ra? Yeah, She-Ra. Yeah, like, like, like things like Care Bears, My Little Rain- Pony, Rainbow Bright, yeah, Rainbow My Little Pony. Bright. Um, yeah, my, my daughter's got these um, things from my wife. They're like little pony things. They've got long hair, and you can actually like um, My Little Pony. No, they, no, it's not My Little Pony. They're, they're like half birds or something, and they're half they're My Little Ponies. And you literally can pat their hair and stuff like that. And they're really old as well. So my, yeah. I've never seen them before, but apparently they're massive. Sylvanian family. Sylvanian family. Yeah, yeah. all the kids, Teddy all the girls our age had Sylvanian families. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they were key keepers. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. My, sister, my sister's had those. Yeah. So, you know, I, mean, I just tried to throw in some things. Obviously, I didn't 
I can't really remember a lot of stuff when I was a female stuff because I didn't have any oh. any sisters or anything. Yeah, well, I, mean, I remember. I remember because well, um, my cousin was obsessed with My Little Ponies and he was a boy and everyone used to take the piss out of him. But he was absolutely obsessed with them. Um, so all my female cousins all had them as well. I remember it was then. It was it kind of like, in my head, I know it's this isn't true. This is just in my childhood head. But in my childhood mind, there was a turf war between My Little Pony and Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. Don't you guys also, do you guys lead it off a little bit? Do you guys remember Gummy Bears? Gummy bears, in here and everywhere. <laughs> that was a blast. I love that bloody song. Give me some of that gummy berry juice any day, mate. Oh, mate, do you know, that's, that's basically buck fast they're drinking, Dave. <laughs> 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 can you guys, can you guys remember anything else from when you were young? I remember having these cars as well. I think a bit like you said with the chess thing, the He Man, and you crash into the side of the cars and it would turn and it looked like it's dented in. <laughs> I had one of them as well. So I think it was like a matchbox yeah. thing. And you know, I had ones yeah, I... that changed colours as well. The cha- I was going to say the changing colour ones. Yeah, um, incredible. Oh, what else? What was, was it? What was the thing? Was it Mad Max? No, it wasn't Mad Max. The movie. What's the, the no? What's the thing in in your pocket? So it was like you had Polly Pocket was the girls thing, which was like yeah. this tiny little thing, and then you had a, something Max that was the boys one. It was like all horror stuff. So it had like a little skull, little plastic skull you kept in your pocket, and you opened it, and there's like oh. a little horror scene, and this little guy Max was in it. I don't know what that is, but I want it. Do you remember Mad Boy? Brother had him. Do you remember Mad Boy? Yes. New York hardcore band. I think they were, were they called Mad Balls or Monster Balls. I can't remember. They like had horror faces. Like one of them looked like a. No, they were, they were called Mad Balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One was like a baseball with a face, and it had like a plaster yeah. where he'd been hit. <laughs> and you had one that was like a mummy, and then one that was yeah. just like a big green eye, like a goblin type thing. Like my goblin as well. Right. Like goblin. Goblin. What about what Boglins? Goblins? Yes, Boglins. 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 That's it, Boglins. Mm, That's those, it. Yeah, sorry. Those are. Do you think like, we had a lot of horror related stuff growing up? It was quite a lot yeah. of dark stuff, wasn't it? You think about it. Because even when you think about the Garbage Pal Kids, that was dark, wasn't it? I the movie it. was really Tom dark. Bomb. I've never seen it. The movie? Have you not? I just remember all the no. snot in it. I remember that one all snotty. Remember that one? Right, snotty? we're going to have to watch that and then come back. At the oh, is that one of, our review, one of our review episodes? I was trying to put forward and everyone <laughs> blanked Garbage Pal <laughs> yeah. yeah, Everyone listening, go and watch Garbage Pal Kids, the movie. If you can find it, I, I, do you know what? I know, if we can make it a bit easier, I know the Mario Brothers film is on Amazon Prime right now. If you guys want, all right, thank you. Deep dive oh, into mate. that. I do like Bob Hoskins, but I'll draw the line, mate. Bob Hoskins' Brooklyn accent is to die for. To talk. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all the other toys because I think that it went through phases. The main phase was um, was would have been Transformers, but I, 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 I didn't catch the tail end of that. If I'm honest, my cousins were into Transformers, but then it was He Man. Then you had, was it was it Ghostbusters next, and then Thundercats, or was it Thundercats then Ghostbusters? Was it? Ever, I think it would be there was Thundercats. A, there was an army one as well, but it wasn't um, G.I. Joe. Joe. It was the other one. It was um, Action think, Man. No, it was all white, and it had um, oh mask, clan. mask. How did we forget mask? Yeah, Pete loves that. Yeah, he'll be happy to get a mask shout out. What happened to mask? Doesn't seem to be around. Like everything's made of like you know it's been reborn again, but that hasn't. Why? I would like, I like, I like to say Brave Star. I like to say Brave, Brave Star. Star. Yes, I was talking to people at Brave Star the other day. Eyes of the Hawk, ears of the Wolf, <laughs> Speed of a Cheetah, Strength of a Bear. You sound like Napoleon Dynamite right now, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember? Do you guys remember? Feet of a squirrel. Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> 
centurions they had they were like there's three guys and one of the green suit one of the uh, a red and one had a, a yellow and they had like, all these like little connectable ports over them and depending what vehicle they need it like the parts were basically like beamed down from space and they they connected <laughs> to their suit so they would end up being like like connected to the parts of a motorbike or whatever and speeding along it was really weird but i loved it that sounds amazing i can't actually i remember it but i can't actually remember like the actual thing i have to look at these, some of these things up there on i feel like i just want to kind of buy loads of toys and play with them like a, a big kid again okay so it wasn't <laughs> a toy but did either of you own a mr frosty machine no, no i never i never got oh. one it's the thing, it's the thing i asked for the most had. and i never got it my mum always said that, it was a bit dirty. <laughs> that surprised me because like I we had one and you know you always thought I always thought that everyone in the world had, would have had a Mr. Frosty machine because then why not? They're pretty cool. You put it out on the okay. crusty ice. So, so finish off. If you could say which one's your favourite one, you had to pick one and keep it now and get it now. Which one would it be? Start with you, Dave. If you could have one now, have it now. What would it be? What toy? Rubik's what cube. What brand of toy? Rubik's cube. Ruby Trans- a Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's Cube. There we go. Dave's going mathematically brainiac on us there. What about you, Jim? What would yours be? Um, I'd probably just like an original He-Man. Not the not the fancy pants one with the flicking chest, although I did love that. Not a special edition one. Just the plain old original He-Man. I know no one can see me right now, but Dave's waving around a completed Rubik's Cube at me, and he knows I've never completed one. <laughs> He's mocking me. <laughs> But talking about like, the uh, He-Man, because they've actually like redone it a few times, haven't they? Like made him even more, yeah. pump, more even more jacked than he pretty much is humanly possible or can imagine. You know, it's called the steroid. Doing... It's called the steroid edition, isn't it? Now he, he's definitely doing roids in the gym. Does it? He's he does doing... MMA and he eats like he eats four chickens a day from Nando's. The juice head, mate. So I think I think my toy, if I had to pick a toy, I think it would be the Robocop toy. I just absolutely adore that toy. It just fascinated me to hell. It was really detailed. I can't remember. It's probably worth a bit of money now, but yeah, that baby mine. So Dave's a Rubik's Cube. Um, Jim is the He-Man original, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and mine would be Robocop. So thank you for listening for that bit. So after move, this creep. commercial break, we'd be playing... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said your move, creep. Your move group, Murphy. So after this commercial break, we've been playing at tonight's game, Tagline of Doom. However good you look, there's always room for a little improvement. Now with even more refinement, the new generation clear. Okay, hello and welcome back to the Dial-Up Dooms. And it's that time of the week now we're going to play our game, Tagline of Doom. Let me explain the game to you. Basically, with every movie, there's a tagline. And tonight, I'm going to read the tagline off to the guys, and they have to guess the film. And if they get it wrong, the film can be passed over to the other person. So it's a all-out war tonight. So, first of all, we're going to start with Dave. Are you ready, Dave, for this? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Go for it. There's been, there's been, like, I've researched this hard, hard, David. But how, how many are we doing? How many are we doing each? So I've got, I've got four each. Okay. 
Yeah, terms of four each. I thought four was we've been doing four rounds of everything, so I thought I'd keep it with four. But if it's yeah. a draw, I can always pluck one out of the air because I know about a million off the top of my head. I try to keep it as not uh, as obs- less obscure as possible because I could have well, gone that, down a rabbit hole for, like B movie horror films and stuff. Well, like that'd that. be appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> I'll but, still suck. But okay, Dave, are you ready? Yeah. You only get one guess, by the way. So you, you and um. You know, so and then if you if you get that wrong, it goes on to the other person. If you can't figure it, it goes on to the other person. Okay. 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 Ready? Is it, is it, is it multiple choice? No, no multiple choice yeah. here. Uh, so if you only see one movie this year, you need to get out and get out more. Let me read that to you again. Is that again, please? Okay. okay. If you only see one movie this year, you need to get out more. What film is that, Dave? From? Is it Get Out? No. It's an it's an older just you know one little clue it's an older film, much older film, mad time period kind of thing. Okay, so is it over to me? Yep. It's not Bill and Ted, is it? No. Hang on, can you read it again, Rob? Yep, we can read once more for you. If you only see one movie this year, you need to get out more. If you only see one movie this year, you need to get out more. Yeah. Is there, is there any kind of clue in that at all? Oh. <sighs> I'm thinking, is it a prison movie? No, it's not a prison movie, but it's a cop movie. Well, look, we both got it wrong, so you might as well tell us. No, <laughs> it's Naked Gun. Weapon. Oh, yes, of course. Do you remember that? I always remember that tagline. So, uh, so, Jim, it's your turn, right? Ready? Okay. He may be dead, but he's the life of the party. Oh, um, but uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Correct. 1-0 to Jim. Ah, yes! <laughs> I hate you had a naked gun and I thought you'd have got that. So I was a bit surprised. I ain't seen naked gun in like 20 years. I haven't years. seen Wicked Bernie's in about 20 years, but yeah. I I've, I've got to watch it now. I thought it was quite, you know, it was quite related to, you know, someone dying this the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean it, look, if you've not seen Weekend at Bernie's, it's about a guy who dies and then Keep people carry him around pretending he's alive. <laughs> like Prince Philip. <laughs> Weekend at the, the palace. In a room. <laughs> Okay, Dave, it's your turn, yeah? You ready, yeah. mate? Yeah. <laughs> when your dad's an undertaker, your mum's in heaven, and your grandma's got a screw loose, it's good to have a friend who understands you, even if it's a boy. Oh, dear God. All right. Repeat that again, please. Okay. You Jim's great, as not he? I know Jim's great. When your dad's an undertaker, your mum's in heaven, and your grandma's got a screw loose, it's good to have a friend who understands you, even if he's a boy. I don't think I've ever seen this film before. Right. I'm not going to get this at all. Your dad's an undertaker. Your mum's in heaven. And your grandma's a screw loose. Ugh. Oh, I'm going to have to pass it over because I'm not a Scooby-Doo. Hey, Jim. I believe this is a movie starring hang, hang on. Paulie Culkin, and it is my girl. Yes, you're correct. Ah, oh. it's basically. Oh, okay, it was so easy because you actually think about the film. It's actually the film in it. <laughs> yeah, that's I've, why I got it. I've, I've seen that my girl like once. the bit that got. You know the bit that got. I, I got it though. It wasn't the whole build-up. It's when it said, "And your best friend's a boy" or whatever. Yeah. that was the part where I was like, it made immediately. I thought of the girl from My Girl, and then I went through the rest of the things you said, and I was like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, absolutely, man. 
Okay. I need to watch more films. This is this is your one. These well, these are older films. I could have gone. I thought I could go with kind of the aspect of what we're talking about, kind of the area. Yeah, in our in our era. Yeah. Okay, you ready, Jim? (laughs) He is afraid. He is totally alone. He's three million light years away from home. He's afraid he's alone. He's a million light years from home. He's three million light years Uh, from home. Oh, um, uh, E.T. Yes. (laughs) Well done. Jesus Christ, Jim. I mean, you know what I almost said? Yeah, free to up. Do you know what I almost said? Mac and me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Mac and me's got a tag. So I'm gonna put that. Dave, right? I'm gonna give you one. Now you ready? I've lost this anyway. It's a gun. The night he come home. I read that to you again, David. The night he come home. The night he come home. Is it the night he came home or the night he come home? The night he came home. The night he came home. Yeah. All right. Have a guess, Dave. Go on. You don't have to lose. The night he came do you mean, home. Do you mean to give you right. a clue? Do you give you one clue? No, it's not let fair. Me, is it? bit before, before you give him a clue, let me write down what I think it is, just in okay. case I've got it right. Okay, can you can you can you spell night? N I N I G H T. Okay. All right. Just in case it was like night as in like I know night on a horse. No, no, no. You know. Um the night he came home. Okay, I've written it down. From guess, Dave? From guess? Uh, um, the Shining. Who knows? That's correct. Um, That's incorrect, David. What's your What's your go? This is this is a this is a total guess. Is it yeah, Pet go. Cemetery? No, you're wrong as well. Okay. I'm going to tell, tell you the answer. Are you ready? Go it's on. Halloween. Oh, of course it is. Okay, Jim. This is your turn now, mate. Jim, Dave, you can still get this, Dave, if you get this one right. Yeah. 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 Okay, you ready, Jim? Yeah. Something is weird is on air tonight. Sorry, say it again? Something weird is on air tonight. Oh, uh, something weird. So, it's not stay tuned, is it? It's correct, it's stay tuned. Yeah! (laughs) Yes! I didn't, John, think, yes! I didn't think you'd get that at all. Do you remember, mate, I John Ritter. Movie. John Ritter. With a uh, remote that comes out and then yeah. spins around in his palm. Oh, I thought Dave yes. would get... Do you know what? I didn't put that for Dave because I thought Dave would get that instantaneously because me and Dave used to watch that together. Dating's brilliant. It's got that really perfect, isn't it? The yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? We might as well finish it off now. We've got one more left, so we might as well finish oh, it off. Total humiliation gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dave, are you ready? Yeah, go for it. Get him back. Was the only big um, was the only beginning back to uh, sorry <laughs> getting back was the only beginning. I was a thought Back to the Future, but Ooh. no, Ooh. yeah, Ooh, yeah. Can you, can you? You're almost correct, Dave. Just... Back to the Future Two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really bad tagline. <laughs> it is a really bad tagline, isn't it? I thought it was that as well. But apparently, that's one of the classics. The tagline. Really. Okay. okay it's funny you ready jim this is yeah. your last one yeah 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 yeah. you see them on the street you watch them on tv you might even vote for them this fall you'll think um you think you're the, the person just like you you're wrong you're dead wrong 
Well, my first thought is to go to They Live, but give me a second. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'll go with that one as well. I'll go with that one as well. I've got that one up. I've definitely got that one. <laughs> well, well, well done, Jim. You actually smashed that. And do you know what? I actually thought that'd be much closer because I actually wrote a tiebreaker here. And um, it, it was quite a similar one. One of them, the ones for Dave, the last one was, May the Fast Be With You. Spa- uh, yeah. yeah, and Jim was Jim's was. Um, we told you, remember the rules, you didn't listen. Gremlins, Gremlins. 2, yeah, Gremlins 2. Basically. Oh, Gremlins 2. Yeah, I tried to be a bit new out of the box, but uh, well done, Jim, for winning that, my, my friend. You are absolutely killing the challenges right now, aren't you? I do yeah. love um, movies. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you did you research some of these taglines because you are no. that's pretty solid. Yeah, mate. You know good. I love movies. You I'm not, do, I'm not yeah. like I'm not the same level as you, but I do love movies. Like, yeah, we were talking um, the other week about what we did in our childhood, and I told you I ended up watching Much Ado About Nothing because I'd run out of movies to watch. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is pure dedication to movies. But Dave, I've got to admit, I thought you'd get them a little bit more than that. No, I what? These they were really obscure those to me anyway. But you know, <laughs> what, just, what what would have been an easy one for you, Dave? So I know for next time. You know, just modern films as opposed to eighties films. <laughs> what Fast and Furious film? Fast and Furious three. Pretty um, much. We've got so. to go faster. <laughs> 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 um. So okay then. Um. Thanks a lot, guys, for turning up tonight for the podcast and entertaining me and. Uh, having fun with me and uh, talking about reminiscing about ghosts and toys. Um, if you guys want to catch us up on social media, uh, Jim, can you do the honors for us, please? Yeah, we are at the Dial Up Dudes on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. Although, would we'll also add if you want to like follow the podcast or rate it on iTunes or those kind of things, it really does help. Please, love you. Please, pretty please. And Dave, where can they uh, contact us? On it's, email, it's the dialogue dudes at gmail.com. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much, guys. And I just want to say thank you, me, Robert, your presenter host for tonight. Uh, good night, good night, and God bless. Sleep well, sleep well, and, and welcome. And well done to Jim, and the king of the taglines. Was that a reference to that Prince Philip then, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to go for a bit more of a Freddy Krueger vibe, but and like forever, and Dave will catch you outside. Yeah, I'll catch you outside. And I'll buy that for a dollar. Good night. Good night. Peace. <laughs>